Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike-hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Nashville? Like, at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello, and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. It's a very exciting day today. Henry Bretz, uh, why are you making that face? I was just trying to throw you off. Okay. Because it's a special episode about the heights, a jewel of our city even, mm. our big shaft. What? Would you say it's like a like a shaft? It's not remotely phallic. It's a hill. Mount Kutha. Mount Kutha. I think all mountains have a... No, they don't. Have a bit of a, bit of a pain energy. No, not at all. More so than other things in nature. Boulders have more of a penis energy. What does your penis look like? Boulders have a ball energy. Have a testicle energy. I'm that, sorry, mountain. That much I shouldn't have to sorry, explain sorry, to my best the friend. The great dividing range. Like, imagine, if you will, a series of mountains. Mm. Are you so obsessed with the phallus? Is it so essential to your psychology? That's like a r- shitty Rorschach test. You drive fat past Mount Kutha. I'm not just going You're immediately. Like, oh, dicks. I'm not going to the... It's really inappropriate. I'm- <laughs> it's a family show. <laughs> and you've immediately started it like this. Oh, this episode ain't going to be for families because this is an episode of Mackin, of passion, mm. of Angus thongs and perfect snogging. Angus being a bloke from Terrace who probably went up there to mm. snog. That's what I'm talking And about. drives in thongs, which is actually quite dangerous. You're not meant to do it. I never do it. Particularly on your peas. I drive in Birkenstocks. And you mentioned your peas there. Mm, they, s- is- they slip everywhere. I, don't, I take the Birks off. Yeah. I respect Germany too much <laughs> to put them on a clutch. Yeah, but you don't a, respect your... Passengers who smell those feet, freshly <laughs> released from their leather prisons. <sighs> death, you're dying Gross. one way. Death by foot sweat or death by... <laughs> Taking the Dark Knight Rises, death <laughs> by exile. Guys, we're going to do Mount Kutha today. Very yeah. exciting. But first, we don't usually open the show this way. We have some breaking news. Imagine if that was a news <laughs> yeah, it's like, state, like, And there has been a graphic murder in the state's southeast. <laughs> On to our next subject. <laughs> I love that. That would be fun. Uh, what's the breaking news, Henry? Let me know. Guys, Caxton Street Studios, we like bringing you along for the journey of living in the mm. place where we make this You're, you're our fourth housemate. You listener. are. You are. Mm. Thanks for... When are you going to pay your rent, by the way? Mm. This fourth housemate. I was going to say. Also, we all agreed we'd split milk and bread. And it's kind of weird this fourth housemate just isn't. And I know the fourth housemate has an ensuite, so they should be kind of beaming Probably, us more. Even though the room is small. Uh, well, I mean, they have an ensuite, but their whole bedroom is an ensuite. Mm. They just shit everywhere. That'd be an interesting one where it's like, now, getting an ensuite, you'd usually pay more. Yeah. Flip side, you don't have a bedroom. No. <laughs> So does it just balance out? So you're just sleeping on the toilet. Yes. I mean, you know, some people are homeless. But you are <laughs> you are the fourth housemate listener. And you're one that we want, but we have an unwanted housemate. A fifth housemate. A fifth housemate. So we're now at five. So this rent is getting incredibly cheap. Yeah. But one of those housemates, the fifth one to be specific, isn't paying in money, isn't paying in coin, paying in bites and poop. We've spoken about the possum before. And we're not talking about Jack. And we're not talking about Jack. <laughs> Although he tries to pay nibble. And and poop. He does nibble and do a poop and then say, mm. that'll be rent. <laughs> That's my rent, boys. And then we have to 
go into his bank account and everything. It's real. It's a real drama. It's very but, annoying. <laughs> uh, but the possum, we've spoken about the possum of Caxton Street when we moved in here and it sneaks through the window. But yeah. we we thought it was dead. And that's yeah. also because our, no- <laughs> our neighbour, Nige, said I'm pretty sure I hit it with my car. Yeah. And, and laughed a lot of it. We, he laughed a bit too much about it. We that. used to see this possum like, more than once a night. I, like I saw it constantly. Saw it more than my it, family. It became quite a friendly presence in the house. I haven't seen it for months. So this possum is back? With a vengeance. An incredible vengeance. Maybe as it gets a bit cooler. Mm. Mm. Very annoying. I found I lost my AirPods case. Yeah. And you can go to, to our, lose. You can go to our Instagram and see this. We did put it up on Thursday before this episode came out. But it has snuck in through the side window and done something that I've not only never heard a possum do, but I've never heard of any animal doing in the animal kingdom. And that is getting its fucking fangs onto my AirPod case mm. from Apple. And it is chewed so aggressively that it has gone through the case. And now I'm looking at the mechanics of the AirPod case like you can see the inside of the chick in Ex Machina. Yeah. That's what I'm dealing or, or with. Or like when you have a compound fracture and you can see the bone in your leg, mm. you can see the AirPod bone. And it's weird that Apple ships them with bones in. Yeah, Tim Cook, what are you doing with that? No, I'm not, but Tim not Cook, clear. Also, to the motherfuckers in California designing these things, and, and I didn't say making, did I? Because they absolutely so do Out, that offshore. Outsourced. Outsourced the shit out of that. But in California, where they're your, your little tech geeks walk around in jeans and T-shirts being like, let's have feelings out. Um, Fuck off. Guys, Let's. we're going to have a strategy session at the ping pong table at 12. <laughs> bring a mineral water. Bring a mineral water. Jay, uh, bring a mineral water, mate. Guys, uh, what we're going to do right now, we're going to bookmark this conversation, okay? We're going to revisit the- later. Sorry, Joe. The podcast is getting a bit long. Can we take this offline? <laughs> cool. Come on, guys. But yeah, Apple de- Watch is off. Design the fucking case to make it possum proof. This is. Go, look more. at the picture. It's gnawed through. It's really... Tough. And it also gnawed through a container that may have once had some food. So it was clearly hungry because mm. we shut off the window to the kitchen. Its usual source of food is I leave bananas on the bench. It'll come in at night and have like three or four. It's fine. It's natural energy. It's not a no-no. It's a na-na. I can live with that. We don't know it's not a monkey. Maybe uh, it's just we, a very- I mean, we do. Maybe it's a very hunched- I mean, we just- We do. I'm just going off the banana evidence. Do we know that it's just <laughs> yeah. a- Is it just a monkey with bad posture? Yeah, but is that not what a possum is? <laughs> a monkey with bad posture. Get a get a possum to a chiropractor. Fucking curious George. Get him yeah. to an osteopath. Curious George. George's like, oh, I'm really curious about uh, lower back pain when I bend to lift things up. They're like, that is a thing to be curious about. It's just some monkey at a private school in like the monkey <laughs> kingdom being like, well, I don't know, bro. If you can't look at it at the right angle, possums are kind of like, you clearly want to fuck a possum. <laughs> monkey. Anyway. So true. Anyway, but yeah, so that's not good. No. But that, that's, and listen, is that related to Brisbane and suburbs and the premise of this podcast? Not really, but no. we like bringing you into our lives. But it's related lives. to your life. It's been added to my life. And to tell you what else is a big part of my life, oh. Joe, Joe Dwyer, is music. Yeah. And there's a bit of music coming up next week. Very exciting. Yeah, the Mangroves are playing at Lefties on Thursday, the 25th of March. It's our big gig. It's very exciting. Uh, one of one or several big gigs we've got planned over the next sort of four or five months. Yeah. Uh, it's been sold out for ages, but we are proud to announce on Unpacking Brisbane, there will be an official after party at Warehouse 25, which is one of our favourite bars in Milton. Um, I would say the vibe is the after party is people who came to the Mangroves gig at Lefties. But, not, not but you don't like need to produce your ticket. You just need to be aware that we're having an exclusive Mangroves after party at Lefties. So if you come to the show or you just like the band or like the podcast, come and say hi because we'll be at Warehouse 25 for the after party. 
from like 10, 30, 11 p.m. till late. It's going to be so much fun. And if you're out there thinking, oh, I'd love to go to that, then listen to this competition. One out of all the people coming along will win their very own broken AirPod case with a hole in it. So <laughs> I'm just, if you needed an incentive to come along, but Joe, there is something else that's a yeah. reason to come along. And it feels weird saying this because it feels surreal and unreal <laughs> still. Uh, what is going to be served at Warehouse 25? So Warehouse 25 have very kindly agreed to make an exclusive one night only Mangroves cocktail. It's and a Mangroves cocktail. It's a folks. special Mangroves cocktail. And it's not like they're getting, you know, a regular mojito or something and just calling it a Mangroves hito. They've asked us to come up with our own list of ingredients, you know, the, the mixologists at Warehouse 25. They're asking us to do a fair bit of work if we're being yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean uh, there's people there who are paid to come up with cocktails. But we were talking about what would be the most Brisbane cocktail. Yeah. So, I mean, my instinct was a 4X gold-based thing. Yeah. If we're ruling out, like, <laughs> silly cocktails... Gross ones, yeah. Then I think it's got to start with rum. I think that's the most Brisbane spirit. Bundy rum. Bundy rum. And what's... I feel like a pineapple juice. Because pineapples oh, yeah. from Queensland. Like oh, a rum and pineapple. Go- golden circle from... We get a can, like a tin rather, yeah. of golden circle pineapple. Right. And we decant the juice, the juice from it. into yeah. the... Yeah, so it's not even processed pineapple juice. It's the juice that pineapple rings sit in. I want to see the bartenders okay, at Warehouse 25 like bleeding from yeah. just being like, <laughs> fuck, there's so many people ordering it just and we're cutting ourselves orders, with yeah. the cans. Yeah, it's almost, it will be the Warehouse 25 after party rebuttal to Lefty's Whiskey Apple. Oh, that's cool. Is the rum cool. and pineapple juice. That's cool. I can't wait. I, we were talking about names and we we're saying mango, the, the, the Mangarita, but that sounds gross. I had one. <laughs> Manga. I had one feature. Hey. The, the Sex on the South Bank Beach. That's fun. Sex on the Street Beach. That's a lot of fun. It's fun. We'll uh, the Mangroves Mule was proposed today by Sylvia. That's like very a Moscow good. Mule twist. That's very good. Um, I'm not struggling to think of Brisbane things. I'm struggling to think of cocktails. Yeah. What's a oh, Long Island iced tea? Oh, you could do like a Stradbroke Island iced tea. You know tea. what could be one? Because Warehouse 25 is a bar in Milton right next to the 4X factory. Mm. Could call it a Milton Mangroves. Ah, oh, that's fun. Because that's a bit of a wink. That is good. Oh, then, brown snake. That's fun. That is fun. Well, listen. Brown you've got snake an eye- bite. That's, that's one we got sent in. Is a snake bite a kind of cocktail? Yeah, it's a kind of cocktail. That's very good. Very good, actually. Is there like one that's like powder finger? Like, is there a finger? Maybe, maybe there's a finger. I'm just thinking of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> this is the powder finger cocktail. That's a line of coke. Mm. Uh, we have another important news update. Well, no, it's actually the furthest thing from important, but just interesting. The Wiggles have a song called Brisbane. And we don't need to say much more on that. No, I, I haven't listened to it. I was putting an Instagram story up for the show and I typed in Brisbane into and music and Brisbane by the Wiggles came up. Wiggles, obviously, very much back in popular culture after their yeah. Tame Impala cover. I Just briefly on the Wiggles, I hope that they haven't made a song for every other capital city and it's a bit weird and kind of special that Brisbane has one. I don't think they. I, I, I don't think the Wiggles are floating around with an no. Adelaide. But, it, but it's also very possible they did, yeah, bash one out, which would be great marketing for yeah. them. Um, but yeah, we'll, right. we'll get into Wikipedia. Mount in Kutha, as it's annoyingly spelt. Let's coot. Let's Kutha. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Now, Henry, big important question to start things off with. I've been thinking about this a lot. The population of Mount Kutha. Can, okay. It can't be high. And it's going to be hard because... I'll, I'll tell you this. It's, it's <laughs> not a high number at all. <laughs> It's a uh, it's pie. Um, listen, I think because of I'm, I'm thinking because like at the edges of Mount Kutha, I'm wondering if on zoning a few of them get looped in, like the edges of the gap. 
and like Barton and then, no, that is like sort of near where Stuart home is type thing. Well, actually, let's just say this to our fans from the outset. We were going to do Mount Cutha as like a funny sub episode like we did the Wolves about, you know, a Brisbane landmark. Turns out it's a real suburb. It actually I is a suburb. Yeah. It's like an address. And I wonder whether that changes your does, mind on population. Does this take into account like the hill tribes? Yeah. The famous hill tribes well, that live out there. Okay, all I'll say we is did th- get some messages saying that there's a few homeless people up there. All I'll say is this, having read the population, if hill tribes existed, they would be counted on it. That is a riddle. <laughs> I'm now just thinking about the hill tribes. I start tri- each day on four legs <laughs> and I end it at Mount Cutha. Uh, what am I? A possum. Yep. All right, take a guess. Uh, oh, I'm going to say like a hundred. Like, no. no, that's way too low. A thousand. That's how many? Zero. Oh fuck! It's a duck. <laughs> no one lives on Mount Cutha. Wikipedia, does Wikipedia just not list a pop? Uh, it's it's better yet. Oh, it's okay. the first line of the Mount Cutha Wikipedia page. Is uh, Mount Cutha is a mountain and suburb of the city of Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. In the 2016 census, there were no residents in the suburb. Oh, but okay. so truly, no one lives there. Why not take that line? I and also. Maybe just none of them. They're so chill. They didn't fill out the census. I, the, I, the census, the fucking Bureau of Statistics. Yeah, are yeah, like, yeah. Well, there's no residents there. We dropped off heaps and heaps of census I papers. I feel like I half dispute that. Like, surely Me? there's a house where its boundary crosses over with the suburb boundaries of Mancouver. Surely there's like a live-in janitor. Like yeah. the guy at the beginning of Goblet yeah, of Fire who gets killed. That's so true. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, that sucks. I got it wrong. I want to talk about the hill itself, though, Joe. Uh, I think you mean you want to talk about the mountain, Henry, of Mount Cutha. I don't know if I do mean that. Get this <gasps> get this bitch. No. The mountain is 287 metres above sea level and has the highest peak without the within the urban footprint of Brisbane. So no one's disputing that. It's the highest peak in Brisbane. I don't think anyone would be surprised by that information. Yep. Here's what I did. Because my dad, a keen hiker and mountaineer, he can, standing outside... Uh, far outside Brisbane, sort of at the scenic rim area, he can look around, do a kind of 360 panorama and yep. name you the mountains by sight. Very good with mountains. Oh, you've told me this before. It's very impressive. I, I find that breathtaking because to me they're yeah. like dark globs. He used to spend a lot of time on in uni going mountain climbing, especially Mount Barney with his mates. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I drink at the same place with mm. the same people every weekend. But same mates. Same mates. Well, really, Link's father and son is the idea of hanging out with the same mates every weekend. With friends. Mountain climbing or... Uh, my mountain is... Another beer. Beer, yeah. My mountain to climb is how my bank account looks on a Sunday morning. That's my That's Everest. my mountain. That's my, that's my, that's my Sir Hillary. That's my Edmund, K2. That's Sir Edmund Hillary. Yeah. Sir Edmund Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Everyone's like, lock him up. Lock it. He climbed. He's too good. He went too high. He leaked the... He peaked the emails. That's where the fucking email server is. <laughs> he put it on the top of is Everest. Is that good? The mountain. But the it's mountain. 287 metres. Now, Dad told me, keen mountaineer, can name the mountains. He said, oh, I don't think that's officially a mountain. I said, what do you mean it's not officially a mountain? It looks like a mountain. We call it Mount Cutha. He mm. goes, no, there's a there's a cutoff. Like at theme parks trying to ride the Superman is, escape. Is there, you have to be this tall to be a mountain. Guess what it is? I don't know. Is there really a cutoff? It goes... What's the peak organising... Who decides? I think it's the mountain people. PTY Limited. Hmm. Here's, here's, here's the thing. I relied on a website we use every week, Wikipedia, 
but I used it for our own purposes and went to a different page called Mountains. There is literally a Wikipedia for mountains. Mm, You did the Wikipedia game. A mountain is an elevated portion of the Earth's crust, generally with steep sides that show significant exposed bedrock. A mountain differs from a plateau in having a limited summit area and is larger than a hill. A mountain typically rises at least 300 metres, which is 1,000 feet above the surrounding land. Mount Cooper's 287 metres. I don't think Mount Cooper is a mountain. I have to come back on this, Henry. Mm. I'm on the exact same Wikipedia article. Mm. And I fear if you'd read more, you would see the line. At one time, the US board on geographic names defined a mountain as being 1,000 feet slash 300 metres or taller, but has abandoned the definition since the 1970s. And then at another point, it points out that the Ordnance Survey, which is the UK way of determining mountains, defers to local customs and traditions. So. That sucks. (laughs) That's such a dodge from them. Yeah. Just just sack up. It also and feels very lazy because it stops them from going out and checking the height of mountains. It what, just means they what can. What are they doing? They all go day? to go to a nice village, have like a pint, and be like, "Oh, is that hill a mountain?" And they're like, "Yes, yeah, it's Mount Bobbly Smythe." And they're like, "Well, that's our work done. Well done, guys." Yeah, oh, it sticks to the cultural tradition. Oh yeah, it's so true. Wait, do you guys reckon that's a mountain? Ah, oh, fuck yeah, mate. It looks like a mountain. Sweet. Mm. Let's go have lunch. Do you think Mount Cooter is higher than Mount Coolum? No, no, Mount Coolum would be higher. No, I don't. Yeah. What do you reckon? Gets more likes on the gram. Coolum. Coolum for sure. Yeah. I feel like Coolum Coolum for effort, the reward photo at the top, I think is the best mountain in the world. Cause it's like a reasonably cruisy fifteen to twenty minute walk to the top and you look like you've fucking smashed it. I don't know if it was Mount Coolum. I think it was a different mountain, but I saw an Instagram story the other yeah. day. It was Claudia Suggs. And she was with like a mate and they'd climbed a mountain and the mate had like fallen and they were like, oh, lol, she fell down a mountain. And the next story was like, it's, it seemed to be like a vicious, like all of her active wear was torn at the back. <laughs> she was like bleeding on her back. I was like, jeez. It's like, ah, oh, lol. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Anyway. Right. But interesting definitional dispute. Well, that's interesting. It's imagine cult- if it was called fucking Hill Kutha. Imagine, yeah, if, imagine if the board of mountain people in the 70s had not changed the rule and okay. we're just, everyone's been like, oh, let's go on the tour bus to Hill Kutha. <laughs> Boring. Terrible. Let's go hook up with my year 10 girlfriend at Hill Kutha. I reckon less people would, would hook 100%. up on Hill Kutha. Well, because Mount is a bit inherently sexual. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you mount someone. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. You don't hill anyone. Nah. Hill Unless you're dating someone called Hillary. Or if it's like, he'll kiss me tonight. Oh, true. He'll, he'll kiss me. The hills that are Whereas alive like, with uh, the sound um, of my, my sex. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, now, you've, you've picked up on something on the Wikipedia here, Henry, about the transport to and from Mount Cuther. Yeah. Mount Cuther can be reached by Brisbane Transport Bus 471. And in brackets, they've said TransLink, which is a weird thing to do. Yep. Between 2014 and 2016, the Brisbane City Council ran a city sites bus that included Mount Cuther, which is annoying in that, you know, I guess it would just have to be a tour bus. It, I mean, even when you go up there now, it's uh, fucked how many buses there are because it's not That's an easy road. Not fucked in terms of, of course there is, it's like one of the few things you'd show tourists. More just fucked in terms of, it's a tight turnaround in a small car. That Oh, it's absolutely. I realised when, and we'll tell the story later, but when we went up to Mount Cuther in 2018, I hadn't been since I was extremely young. Mm. And I was stunned by like, fuck, it's hard to get a park. Like it's yeah. cramped, 
really narrow laneways, yet these enormous buses, like 100 people plus buses, just no worries, guys, let's get up there, let's get our ice creams and go. And all of the bus drivers are on their red peas. Spot um, on. But then they also say this transport section, a short taxi ride from Tawong is also possible, <laughs> as well as Uber and such. Yeah, bro, what isn't? <laughs> so true. What Wikipedia page has to be like, and this and inner a taxi city or location, Uber, yeah. you can get there by Uber? Also, like an Uber, yeah, like 10 minutes from Tawong. I heard about someone the other day who Ubered from the Gold Coast to Brisbane. Yeah, that happens more often than you'd think, mm. just because I worked at Uber in the past. Oh, true. And they were like, yeah, that's a fairly common thing. Which for the for the drivers, how much like, do you think it costs? It's like a hundred. Yeah, yeah. It's like not that bad if there's like if there's four of you, four of and you, you split it. It's twenty five bucks. The train, yeah, is like problem is you you can't always get four into a UberX these days. That is true. Yeah, but if you could, that is true. Laughing all the way to the bank. Um, I also want to pick up Henry. Uh, walking trails are a big thing on Mount Cutha. Love to walk. I do and it every the, day. And the, and the Wikipedia page informs us that not on November 2005, one of the Mount Cutha trails, the Currawong Trail, was renamed to the Kokoda Trail <laughs> in honour of the Australian soldiers who marched the Kokoda Track during World War II. <laughs> now, there are so many things you could name a trail that don't make it sound like you're a adopting the thing that name mm. is known for. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I do, yeah. they could call it the Gallipoli Trail or the Tobruk Trail and we'd be like, oh, we know what that is. But Kokoda is a track. Yeah. And to name a track after it, it's like calling some trenches some trenches the Somme. Yeah. It it, it feels like stolen valor, because I could go to you tomorrow, I walked the Kokoda Trail and it's some fucking chill. Trail it'd be, yeah, it'd be like if they took the the pirate ship ride at SeaWorld that like rocks you around and you're like, oh, out of respect, we're calling this Pearl Harbor. Yeah, this yeah, is, legit. This is, this is the Pearl Harbor. This is the Pearl Harbor thing. Oh, this um, this Lego, that we, <laughs> this this Jenga competition is called the 9-11. Um, yeah, Jenga truly. Comp- just because when they build it. Because yeah, it's it's almost not honoring Kokoda by no, naming by saying- a much easier version yeah. of what they did. It's sort of like, Gives people it's, it's to be like, like, I imagine there are people who do it. They're kind of like, geez, guys, in our own little way, we know what this is. Our co- yeah, like you get a bit sweaty, like 1.5Ks in, and you're like, I know what the diggers push through. It's also like, yeah, like if you went to a nice secluded beach and it's like, oh, what's it called? Oh, Gallipoli Cove. Yeah. And it's like, or Anzac Cove, more accurately. Mm. And it's like, yeah, but this is, you're, you're pretending you're the thing. It's also something we don't want to replicate. No. You honor them through. And, you March, know, marches. not everyone is super across history. If you were just casually aware that Australian soldiers marched on a Kokoda Trail <laughs> and you went to Mount Kutha, you'd be like, fuck, the Japanese got way closer to Brisbane than I thought they did, mate. Did they, did they Uber or did they get the 471? <laughs> or did they get a taxi? Because there are lots of ways to get to Kokoda. <laughs> now, an important thing, Henry, is that there's a Mount Kutha library. There is. It opened in 1975 at the Brisbane Botanic Gardens, which is also in Mount Cutha. Couldn't be less excited by the gardens. Don't yeah. even want to dive into it. Now, you found a fascinating tidbit about this library, Henry, and people believe that libraries can't be fascinating, but they're wrong. They, do people believe that? They're full, yep. full, full of knowledge. I've heard it. Unlike most branches of the Brisbane City Libraries, I wonder if branches is a pun there because it's in I'm the gardens. I'm sure it is. That's deeply funny. That is one of the more hilarious things I've ever read. Unlike most branches of the Brisbane City Libraries, this library specialises in botany, horticulture, gardening, and landscape design. Yep. Again, <laughs> a, just again, they've pointed out something. It's a very superfluous 
page this one. Yeah, no, I'm like, I agree. Like, yeah, mate, I'm well across the face. I'm not walking around being like, geez, British, Brisbane City Council, I can't believe that most of these branches are about horticulture and gardening and yeah. walking into one and being like, they have cherub. Yeah, or being like, but it's also weird though that it's the only one that is like we need to take on the circumstances that surround us. Mm-hmm. Like there's a big Brisbane City Council library in the city, but they're not like, oh, it's only books on um cryptocurrency and investing. Yeah. Like you can get a Matthew Riley. The Antarctica Library is like we've only got ice stuff yeah. by Matthew Riley. <laughs> That's pretty and it's the and most listen, popular library in the world. And everyone comes here from miles around to see it <laughs> and they still haven't made this thing into a fucking movie. The the Yeronga Library just has sorry, the Carindale Library just has Concrete driveway maintenance. <laughs> Insert any like Italian or Greek suburb there. It's just a pizza shop. <laughs> In 1839, surveyor James Warner and his team cleared the top of the mountain oh. of all trees except Ooh. one large eucalypt tree. Ooh. Now, because this tree could be seen ah. from many other locations, they that was the trees after they got cut down and turned into paper. Ah. They used In as a station. trigonometric station... That's the sequel to Y Station. Matthew Trigonometric. R- yeah, Matthew Riley's Trigonometric Station. Um, I don't think we need anyone um, to be triggered, Henry. This isn't uh, some lefty... That was very trigonometric. <laughs> but the Trigonometric Station, and they used it to take surveying measurements, for sure. This led to the mountain's former name. Joe, what was the former name? <laughs> One Tree Hill. Now that's fun. That is very fun. If you think Brisbane was remotely disconnected from American teen soap operas of the early 2000s, <laughs> Go to Mount Cuthren. It's so fitting that like One say, Tree yeah. Hill is the <laughs> young romance suburb. I was going to say a lot of young romance amongst yeah. teenagers uh, akin to it's, One it's, Tree Hill happens on One Tree on Hill. On One Tree Hill. Was that, one, was that Chad Michael Murray? Yeah, I think so. That was that was Chad. Yeah, because Dawson's Creek was Katie Holmes. Yeah. And Mandy Moore? No, Mandy Moore was in... 90210. No. No. No, no. I don't know. To be honest, I, I, I but it's What's like it, the, One Tree Hill was. I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. Oh, I actually don't know. That was it. written from the perspective of Mount Cutha, accepting <laughs> that it wasn't a mountain and that it was a hill. But, I don't want to be uh, anything interesting as well, though. Give a fuck that I'm not three hundred meters. <laughs> that they talk about, like, like oh, I dude. will defer to the culture, but the culture used to call it a hill. You just call it a one tree hill. It's the horty culture. I can't just be like, oh, um, that mountain in our backyard for a small pile of dirt. And it's like, oh, man, well, it's the culture. That's culture, baby. Oh, well, not much we can do about it. There's no. And, and what did they ultimately change its name uh, from? Why did they change it to Mount Cuthan, Henry? And, and what does Mount Cuthan mean? Am I meant to have that in front of me? You know. <laughs> no, I don't. The honey thing. What? Is, does Mount Cuthan oh, mean Oh, sorry. Hang on. Yeah, it's somewhere around here. Oh, yeah. I thought it just straight up meant honey. Oh, yeah. Kutha means honey mountain, which is a right. derivative of the indigenous term which replaced the name One Tree Hill when the area was declared a park back in August 1883. Ah, so One Tree Hill really did, did not last. Did, did predate the television show to quite an extent. Yeah. It was suggested by Henry Wyatt Radford, sick, cool. uh, the clerk of the Queensland Legislative Council. There you go. So, yeah, they went to Honey Mountain. Again, I think all, it suits. All it of the suits, names man. suit what it now is. It, it, uh, to be honest, we were knocking, being like, no one would go and make out there if it was Hillcutha. Now, if it was like, yo, I just got my peas. Let's go to One Tree Hill. Or let's go up Honey Mountain. Honey Mountain if is If it was still so called Honey no. Mountain, bro. Oh, you'd be dragging. The population would be a lot more than zero, man, because there'd be a lot of babies There'd being be babies born going there. around. And I mean bees, because they come for the honey. <laughs> honey Mountain. That's the honey. Uh, one final thing that I think is important to talk about 
is the Wikipedia page discusses the recent history of Mount Cutha. In 2017, it was proposed to build Australia's longest zip line from the summit of Mount Cutha, Honey Mountain, down to the Brisbane Botanic Gardens. I fucking loved this. Despite initially being approved by the Brisbane City Council, <laughs> in April 2019, the new mayor of Brisbane, Adrian Schrinner, decided to cancel the project due to the public protest. Now, that's, now. What, he, now that's what he said. You know what I'm hearing from the insiders in oh, council? Yeah. I got people from council, whistleblowers. He was fucking scared. Adrian Schrinner. Scared. Little little bitch boy. Little pussy. He said, I don't want to go on the zip line. I feel, oh, I feel, I feel, I feel yep. funny. I feel silly in my willy. Did he do a classic childhood thing that, that I did a bit of like face with something you don't want to do? You're like, I feel sick. Like Schrinner goes, oh, I just want to go sit in the car because I don't want to ride this zip line because I'm a coward. And that is our nuanced assessment of local politics. I'm just going to I'm just gonna read my book. I'm going to read this book. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to read. Uh, I'm, just gonna read. Really busy. I'm just going to read Mao's Last Dance. I'm just going to go read Mao's Last Dance of the kids' version of the yeah, car. Yeah. I'll just get through Mao. Oh, Adrian, you can just have one go on the zip line when you no. build it and approve it. You're the mayor of the city. Oh, I'm, um, it's lame. I don't want to do it. Yeah, no, it's um, the cool kids said it was it was gay. So yeah, 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 it's gay. Oh, I can't it's be involved. Gay. It's gay to do oh, I can't be involved. Zip lines are gay. Um, and apparently, finally, um, there was snow. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, that wasn't to do with the zip line. Do, would you have got... You obviously wouldn't. You're scared of zip lines. No, uh, no, not really of zip lines. Oh, that doesn't fall into the ride category? Well, you don't suddenly drop. Yeah, you do. Oh, no, I guess it's more no, of don't. a... I'm thinking... It's, it's not like a pendulum. It's a bungee. It's not a bungee jump. No, no. I thought they were going to do it. Oh no! Where was the zip line going to end? It was like quite far no, away. No, the botanic gardens. Okay, that's also the other thing that's annoying. What was it's, the issue? It was going to kill birds and stuff. Yeah, I think it's the development of it, not like the speed you go through the air. No, my again, my I, ride, think, I think the Greens groups who were protesting it again. I think everyone colluded and saying, "We're scared. Just make up some fucking environment. Make up a thing. bird. I'm, make I, don't up a want, bird. I don't want my big brother to force me to go on the zipline. I don't want my big brother to force me to go on the zipline. Say there's a fucking like little gnat that's going to get extinct from it or something, bro. I think my, my ride's fear is I don't trust the people who operate the rides or more importantly- The working class. No, it's the mechanical mm. failure. So much can go wrong ah, okay. when every little nut and bolt is important. So the mechanics, working class people, is who you don't trust, once again. No, I don't trust the nuts and bolts. Oh. Whereas I trust wet and wild because those slides <laughs> are essentially designed based around gravity. Like there's not that much that can go wrong compared to like a roller coaster. Yeah. In terms of the complexity of the design. Gravity can turn on people though. Yeah, I know. We've all seen that Sandra Bullock movie. We've all seen the movie. Where she had to go toe-to-toe with gravity in, in a the compelling two <laughs> in Oceans 12. Uh, when she of course, George Clooney, gravity, his nickname. Playing it. Wait, gravity, we've got to rob this casino. It's a real nickname, like juice to me. Like, yo, gravity. I actually love the nickname gravity. If, man, imagine if you were nicknamed gravity. Oh, dude, I did get called gravity a bit at my old <laughs> job. Yeah, I did. By Chris Cadaro and Sarah Pullen. You Why? Can, can't tell you. I don't want to tell. No, why? It was it, nah, I'm not going to tell. Is it because you were so fat you had your own orbit? Yep. <laughs> That's not what it is, but... <laughs> nah, it doesn't matter. Um, right in. That, Make Henry tell you about gravity. If, if you if this episode... So clearly goes viral, as well, which what? I love. It's, nah, I can't tell it. It's it's mean to someone. Um, yeah. Being me. There was snow <laughs> on the mountain <laughs> moving on from <laughs> zip lines. 
I don't know, dude. I I I've, I hear the greenies, but I'm just thinking about. It. I I kind of would love to have done that zip line. I reckon that would have been kind of fun. Same, yeah. And Graham Quirk, oh, Graham Quirk just left that project. Wasn't part of the issue as well. It was going to be prohibitively expensive for like the casual Brisbaneite to enjoy it. Oh, that's right. It was yeah. going to have to be like 110 dollars a ride, <laughs> and it would last like a minute and a half. Yeah, that is true. Oh, we're well. not we're not fucking Queenstown. We're not going to be an adventure town. Let it go. I still think for the rest of my life, I'm going to regard Graham Quirk as our brave mayor. And that's all I think. Uh, yeah, apparently Tom Murray wrote in and said, apparently in 1997 or 1998, there was snow on the mountain for all those people who, oh, Hotham, oh, Fools Creek. You were, oh, oh, weren't, you, weren't you nicknamed Whistler. Snowy at Uber as well? No. <laughs> for other inappropriate reasons. I will not reveal the origins of any <laughs> of my nicknames when I worked at a startup. Yeah. Because I'm just not going to do it. Unless you pull me in front of an independent inquiry. And even then, I don't know what that's going to turn You're not going to tell us the origin of shrimp dick? <laughs> <laughs> that one, that's how I'm allergic to seafood. Yeah. Uh, but oh, there's, gross. <laughs> there was snow in... <laughs> there was snow on the mountain. I can't believe you, you just keep wanting to divert back to my past and not talk about the past. Oh, so of, people could have done a ski trip to Mount <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Imagine that if it was like... Guys, big ski trip land. Oh, we got a ski- we got on a screw trip. Wait, Joel, there's your fucking ski trip. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Mount. We're going to Mount Coo, the buddy. Be pretty convenient if you could just like God, if, if you lived in Geelong, easy. you're yeah. like, God, I'd love a ski. But yeah, they bought a snow machine up there in ninety seven, oh, ninety eight, and that yeah, yeah, apparently they put it. Yeah, it was that's fake. Yeah, it was artificial, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do you think we? I think we know if one time it snowed in Brisbane, that'd be like fucked. in your We're lifetime. About as well. all. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, this isn't the ice age I'm talking <laughs> about. It theoretically might have snowed there once. <laughs> Sid was there, and that little all fucking right. acorn. It all leads. Speaking back to of something as awesome and contemporary as ice age, should we talk about contemporary Mount Kutar? Yeah, let's go for it. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Elephant in the room with Mount Kutar. Yeah, it's. Just teen hookups galore. It's about tonguing. Do you think every city has its own... Because, like, American movies love to propagate the concept of, like, make-out point or make-out creek. Drive-in movies a lot as well. Yeah. Just going off, like, Greece. But in my in my mind, the standard, like, American teen thing is, like, you go to the drive-in movie as the date and then you drive mm. to... I mean, it's, like, even a scene in, like, Zodiac. Even David Fincher is like, oh, yeah, there'd be, like, five cars parked next to each other and the teens are all hooking up. What's your go-to movie when you think of romantic hookup at a look? Oh, Zodiac. Zodiac. Yeah, David Fincher's Zodiac about yeah. the Zodiac His killer. grip on hookup culture is unparalleled. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, it's it's a kiss spot, and it's and it's pee platters. Yeah, it's. I it's, don't think I don't think it happens that much in adult dates. I think it's. I also think it's. And it's a word that's loaded on this podcast, but the teens, baby. Yeah, the teens. I, I'll I'll let you say teens in this context because Thank you. You're not clearly fetishizing it. Like you're just sort of reporting a fact. I'm not clearly doing it, but I'm. Su- <laughs> I mean, I know you are. Subtly, I'm doing it. Would doing you agree, it. Henry? Like, it's not even like green peas. No. For the one year you're on your red peas, yeah, that seems to be prime Mount Cuthbert time. Well, I think I've, I'm sure I've told you this before, but that's the first thing I did. I passed my driving test in Auckland Flower. Really? I went and picked up my girlfriend. We dropped Dad home, which was fun. That's very fun. Got the photo. For Instagram and Facebook, the pea plate. Was it a bit annoying to go Orkinflower, Balimba, back to Mount Cutha? Well, it was Hawthorne at the time, so it's still annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still very annoying. 
Um, no, I guess, no, it wasn't, I it wasn't annoying. I was driving. <laughs> I was like, this is a fucked thing I've never done. Me being like, oh, oh, a bit of a waste though, isn't it? Go Here's one, Joe. I was like 45 minutes into a license. It was incredibly <laughs> cool. I had my dad in the back and my girlfriend in the front. I think I did make my dad get in the back. That's funny. I got my daddy in, in the back. In, in what I assume. Girly in the front. In what I assume. I'm going <laughs> to blimber I'm going to get a photo for my Facebook. For my mum. I didn't have Instagram. Um, what was your P's photo? I didn't take a piece photo. Oh, what? Was it out of date by 2004? Hey. Hey. Um, no, I don't think I took a piece photo. Mine was me lying on the hood with the red P. It's pretty funny. Then a white piece of paper with Ensel written on it. Oh, that's so funny. I think I remember that so actually. Pencil. Oh, you know why I wouldn't have? I was like almost done with semester one of uni. Oh, right. It was quite late. Oh, like yeah, no, you yeah. wouldn't. No, that's a school upload. Yeah, you have to upload yeah, that at yeah. school. It was May. It was May of first year uni when I got my rep. And th- at that point, it's like yeah. a bit, em- not em- not yet embarrassing, but it's like, you really should have them. Why did you take so long? I just took ages to get my hours up. Because your mum was working regional hospitals. Yeah. I No, it was because for the first six months of having my hours, I just did not drive. Wow. And then in year 12, I was like- And now you fuck. drive more than anyone I've ever met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really? are, you're making up for lost love time. To drive, love to drive. And now I speed, you know, yeah. and everything. Um, now on the cars- yeah. At Mount Cutha. Yeah. I think, let's see if you can read my mind. I think there is one type of red P car in particular that you see more than any other. An Audi? No. Like? I'm thinking colour as well. Red. No, that's the P. I think- a, Like a white, like a white Toyota. I think you see white VW Polos more than <laughs> any other car in Mount Cutha. Yeah. Because- there's an element of like to take the car for the day, it either has to be yours or your parents probably have more than one car and don't need both to like take your SO up there. So there's a there's a slight class and, and wealth dimension to it. As there is with most of this show. Yeah, I mean, there is to everything. So I, I just truly, anytime I've been up at Mount Cutha, I just think that's the car I see more than anything. That makes sense. Certainly Toyota Corolla's probably run a close second. Fuck yeah. That's just like a common sedan. Do you know what me and do you know what me and Katie Cockburn went up there in no. when I had my license? Like the Ute, the Ute baby. That's cool. The, that's very alpha. That's the Mitsubishi Triton. You, you what term of year twelve were you in? Three. Handy. September. Very handy. We're talking English extensions almost due. And I oh, took, so you still took like well and truly over a year. No. Yeah, you did your birthday's in May. Uh yeah, but I don't, I don't know if I got my. Learners on the day after my birthday. I think I failed that sit-in test Same. once. Yeah. That's I the went, hardest part of that. I went there on my 16th birthday and I sat down. No I got like 27 out of 30 and they were like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. It's devastating. That bit sucked. But very but fun to be otherwise, up. Yeah, I was yeah. going up there and did you... Because it's the make-out point. Everyone knows it for I've that. I've never, ever made out there. You've never made out no. there? You never. didn't go up with Amelia or... No. Right. <laughs> I have. No. This is very funny. I know we always put out for like people to be like, write in, what do you think of Mount Cutha? Yeah. And God, did we open the floodgates for people to be like, that's where I like to yeah. use my kissy lips. I consider, like, myself, oh, I yeah, consider okay. myself in the minority for yeah, never, so. never Mount Cutha. Dude, it was my uh, like it was my go-to for a bit. Really? It, not my go-to, but like I went up there. <laughs> I, go to? I mean, I loved going there generally. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a great view, but- I think, And there's also an age, I think there's an age where like, you know Mount Cuthra as a kid and then you go back as a kind of oh, yeah. more nascent adult or 
young adult and you're like, oh, this is actually cooked how we do have a natural peak overlooking the CBD. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's so close. I, I to think the it buildings. all stems just like how little I went to, man. When we went there in 2018 for review, that had, that's the first time I'd been there for years. It's bro. Well, I went up there. I went up there like obviously the first time, and then. It feels like the first time. And then there was one time I went up there. And this was also on my birthday, actually. This would have been like my 19th birthday. Are you kidding? And a friend and I who were, so I suppose you'd say having a thing. And we went I I like, but you know, I like having a thing. We were having a thing. As as a terminology. And did it progress to a relationship? It didn't, but that's fine. So we uh, went to the, Joe's just... (laughs) Just done a late Newark, come on. Joe's just Joe's just quickly zipped out of our recording software, looked at his email and gone, come on, silently to himself like late Newark. You just got a good email. I just tell you, I got a good mark for something at uni. Oh, good job. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Do you want to go to Mount Cuthor? Yeah, I think we should hook and hook up to celebrate. Let's go. We should hook. Let's go hook. How different is hook v hook up? Bro, how many hook hooks sounds did like you get at the TD? Yeah, hooked a few yeah, girls at the dance. Them. Hook, you'd like get fined by the NRL for saying the post-match comment. Yeah, what's your uh, favourite Steven Spielberg movie? I don't know, bro. I thought Robin Williams is pretty funny in Hook. <laughs> where in he, Hook up. Where we made out of an uh, Aiden's. But so your 19th birthday, you and you, 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 you're paramour. You're having a dalliance. And we went up during the daytime to Mount Cuthor and had a look around and it was lovely. And then I was like, this is turning into a great day. And I was like, I think there was maybe a kiss at Mount Cuthor. It was early evening. And then she gets a phone call and she got called into work. Oh. And she was working at Grilled. Oh. And she was like, oh, shit. I've missed like, oh, I'm a manager. <laughs> I was like, here's The one. other 19 I managers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, here's one. Skip the shift and I'll give you 75 cents. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking Grilled. I know you won't get your cert three if you stay with me, but you also won't if you stay with Grilled. Mm. Simon says, stay on this day. <laughs> it, was, it was bullshit. So then I had to mini move my ass and get in the car not to make out and go to the like more fa- I think the point is where it kind of becomes a big dirt opening at Mount Cutha. Yeah. And that's where everyone pulls up. And like not even a joke for people who haven't been up there like you think oh it's a bit of a you know I, I wink haven't. wink nudge. I really haven't. You think wink wink nudge nudge it's a make out people have sex in their car spot. I cannot overstate that if you I've never like done you know that in terms of like just pull the car over and do that. I think it's more of like a nice kiss over the city of Brisbane. But yeah. This is like, there are earnestly cars rocking back and forth. You drive past, <laughs> like all the windscreens are fogged up. With it. Like everyone, it's actually, it's like you're in danger at like 9.45 on a Friday night driving through that Mount Cuthor area because no one will be able to see through their windscreen. Like, yeah. They've, they've fogged it up. And with you'd be at risk of just like falling ass backwards into a threesome. We've all seen Titanic. Where she, so true. Ru- where, That's where, a great where, shot. Where Rose and Jack have... Where she passionately places her hand on the fogged up window. Where they... Matt, bro, it gets romanticised because the way it's filmed, like, you'd, as Billy Zane's character, you're like, dude, my fiancé met some guy who jumped on this boat and mm. they had sex in a car. Like a day on a later. Boat. I got cheated on in two modes of transport <laughs> at once. Boat, car. I may well have been on a fucking lime scooter as well at this point. <laughs> Yuck. Great for them, though. Great movie. Billy's name was a mean dude. But Wonderful. yeah, it's it is interesting driving. But then so on my nineteenth birthday, yep. I've driven to Grilled on Racecourse Road, dropped this lady off, and then I was like, all right, well I'll just go and have drinks with my mates. So I'm gonna drinks, go to the woods of the gateway, caught in traffic because Cirque du Soleil was on that night. Yeah. And I sat in traffic on my birthday for two hours. <laughs> so it wasn't the so 
Don't Hardly. always. It, it can go wrong. Even if you're yeah. on that lookout, it well, can well, well, grilled this, may intervene. This is my thing. It is I get that it's a big popular point, and yes, it's kind of close to the city, but there are plenty of secluded little hills in Brisbane with a half decent view. That one at Ascot springs to mind. Oh, yeah, true. That's that's a real Ascot makeout point. Uh, there's, I think that's Bartley's Hill. Then there's the Eildon Hill Reservoir in Newmarket. Kind of a reservoir isn't as good though. But no, you know the one I'm talking about. I do, I do know it, but yeah. I, that, that's Coother a dodgier has, one. I think there's Mount a little Coother, bit of wink, wink. There's like, if you're going to Mount Coother, there's an element of like, we, yeah. you know, we both know what's going yeah. on here. Whereas or, I feel like the other not. ones you could justify is just like, we're going for a drive. Well, my girlfriend, Georgia. Mine. My girlfriend. My girlfriend. Told like a, me. The, like a year three coming over from school being like, I got married to my girlfriend today. We got married in the sand pit. Yeah. My girlfriend said that yeah. she, with her, her former boyfriend, I was, oh. I was like, what the oh, fuck? Oh, no, Henry. No. I'm so sorry. No. This wasn't even the la- this wasn't even just the last boyfriend. Oh, Henry, no. And you had to- moons ago. You had to bear through stories on, what is it? 13 X's? No. That's I heard 13. It's it's like um I heard th- 27 dresses. It's <laughs> not what that movie's about. <laughs> In fact, it's the opposite. 27 Pleasure. 27 X's. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot of X's. Well, you know, you live. Ah, you know. I would like to for the record. <laughs> I believe. But now the waters Georgia, are muddied. Joe now the waters are muddied and it's not clear. Joe is just It's not clear. Joe is doing it's a Johnny clear. Cochran and, and just mucking just around. Just obliterating every I, bit I, of evidence. I don't, and if and if Georgia had had a hundred X's, good on her, mate. Good on her. I mean, it's an insane amount. It, well, get, mate. In terms of logistics, you're a feminist. Yeah, she can do whatever she wants. But here's the thing. <laughs> and re- my computer's going to restart in thirty seconds. Don't, <laughs> don't. I'm doing a fucking podcast. Remind me tomorrow, Apple. First, my AirPods. Now this. Why can't the possum eat the fucking updates? I don't want those. Here's one. So tell then, us, tell us your I story about it. your thirteen X. Georgia and one of her exes. X number eight. <laughs> on the eighth day of exes. <laughs> no, they were like going. She just didn't even know about the mythos surrounding Mount Cutha. Really? And so apparently her boyfriend got his peas, and it was like, oh, we're just going to go to Mount Cutha. Dad, we'll be back by dinner. And he was like, you're absolutely not. And I said, you're not allowed to go. Yeah, and it turned into a bit of a standoff. And she, for years, didn't understand why her being like. Why? Me and my boyfriend are just going to drive up to Mount Kutha for half an hour. We'll be back for dinner. It'd almost be better if you were like, we're going to Mount Kutha for the day. I think the pop-in element of, see, Dad, we're just going up to the top of Mount Kutha for yeah, half an so hour. Suspicious. We'll be back soon. Yeah. It, you, as a father, you're going, uh-oh. I know what you can do in half an hour, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't philosophically agree with the, you know, restricting the freedom and liberty of your daughter's movement, but he's dead on in the world where you're like- Look at you crawling back after you were completely ex-shaming women. Oh, I wasn't X shaming at all. I just want clarity for our <laughs> listeners about which number X, whether this was 39. Um, the number of X's is the same as a popular beer. If you were a dad that was worried, I think incorrectly, about your daughter's sexuality, you've, you make a stunningly <laughs> good guess about Mount Gutha. I hate where we're at. <laughs> teens, Henry. <laughs> teens. Anytime you talk about oh. teens, we get into trouble. Let's bring it back to something more innocent, like heat strike. Yeah, this is a great. This is a great story. This is the only memory I have of being on Mount Cutha. I like vaguely know I went there when I was young, but this is the in 2018. Mm. We were shooting the music video for Law Review, the comedy show Henry and I did together. Yeah, directed by Joy Chin. Yeah, who by coincidence is calling me right now. Oh yeah. Hang on, I'll just answer it. Just answer it. Hey, Joy. I'm just, we're just doing the podcast, sorry, but I'll call you in a bit. Okay. 
Mate. There you go. So. There you go. Speak of one of the all-time great Speak of the Devils. But so Joy was directing this music video for the show. Mm. And Henry, what were you wearing? I think I was wearing like a hoodie for some reason. You were, I think I was playing like a creep. A creep. You were wearing a hoodie. The, the music video was a rewrite of Kendrick Lamar's King Kunta to Mount Kuth. It was very funny. It's on YouTube. Have very, very funny. But for context. Um, and... Although it was a winter's day, it was an early August, it became very, very hot in the middle of the day. And we were in the sun shooting a lot and Henry was really giving it everything, getting very sweaty, very red in the face. And eventually it came to light that he had heat stroke. Like you felt faint, you felt sick, dizzy, super hot, everything. Mm. And everyone's like, oh my God, guys, take the hoodie off him. You know, someone get him some ice get him a ton of cold water, let's get him into some air con, let's try and get him a cold shower. Mm. And I don't know where I read this or came up <laughs> with this, but I, all of second year uni, 18 years of age, go, no, 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 guys, don't be stupid. <laughs> the worst thing you can do for someone with heat stroke is rapidly cool their body. That'll put him into shock. <laughs> now... It sounds believable. Now, anyone who's listened to the show or met Joe knows he can be incredibly authoritative on any matter. Yeah, it sounded not even... I mean, cool him down too quickly for heat check, his body will... I think it was the cool him down bit. I was like, that's the goal. That's the antidote. But it was the, if it's too quick, he will go into shock. I was like, that kind of sounds like it could be true. It sounds sounds like it could be true. I don't know shit about nerves and stuff. It then, 20 minutes later, I think gets fact-checked by Caitlin, who's quite worried about your condition. Yeah. And it comes to light that there's not a shred of truth to it. If you type in heat what to do fix, if my friend yeah. has heat stroke, the like top thing is cool them down as, as quickly as possible. Ice, water. <laughs> Whatever the you fake, can do. If there's a fake snow machine <laughs> in 98 around, use that. Mm. Yeah. And now, in my defence, if someone has hypothermia, if they're cold... <laughs> Heating them up too quickly can put the body into shock. In your defence, you were the opposite. You, you, <laughs> in, in my defence, I couldn't have been more wrong. Yeah, <laughs> is what you've just said. But there's something about a rapid change in temperature and a shock to your body. It's just totally not the way I thought it was. <laughs> it also didn't help. I remember so clearly that day you'd lent me. I think you were already in my bad books. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you lent me this grey suit of yours. Um, oh yeah. That I was wearing. No, it's like my one suit. Well. It's quite a funny intersection of you, you know, I love your style, Hen, but particularly in 2018, you had very little of what would would term as nice clothes. Oh, yeah. And you had this one very nice grey suit. And I was just like, you're, just, you're saying it like I, like you're making me sound like I'm in Peaky Blight. Like it's a, it's like a, it's a charcoal suit. Like this, a business suit that I'd wear to like a job interview. <laughs> At a radio station. <laughs> At a fucking radio station <laughs> or an Uber. All nice those, suit, mate. We're gonna, big, nice suit. We're going to call you Gravity for some reason. <laughs> hey, Gravitrax, what's going on? <laughs> um, but I was in your bad books because we kept just like hanging out in the dirt and stuff. No, you literally, we're like on the grassy bit of the lookout yeah. and you just like throw my fucking charcoal <laughs> jacket on the ground. I was like, bro, just because it looked like bitumen, I don't want it on the bitumen. Uh, and it was great because I think you would have put up a more spirited defense of the jacket if you hadn't been suffering from heat stroke. I got heat stroke on the ground. My one suit is being, like, Joe is borrowing it because you were playing Graham Quirk, Graham the Quirk man. This video, yeah. Go watch it on YouTube if you want because Joe does do a very funny job in my jacket. 
<laughs> of playing the mayor, uh, talking about the zip line. But fuck me. Yeah, I, oh, I'm I was so mad. I remember you just like, it was just like in the dirt. And I was like, Joe. You were furious. And I had so- I was red in the face. I had so <laughs> much wasn't faith. wasn't just the heat strike. I had so much faith in like dry cleaning. And I was like, I'll just get dry cleaning. Yeah, I didn't, I, I could have avoided dry cleaning it. You also took my fucking school blazer to Gallipoli. Yeah. You have a bad history of nicking my- The blazer was treated beautifully well and was dry Yeah, but cleaned. I didn't get it back for like two years. Not that I needed it. fucking need it, you loser. <laughs> It was not in its vacuum sealed frame. Do you know how many like friends I had over to show them my honor pocket? <laughs> and then it was still at the Dwyer household. Ridiculous. Yeah, dude. Um, it's, um, but yeah. It's fun there. People fun. people exercise there a lot. Yeah, I think uh, uh, my understanding it. is there's a lot of biking and walking trails. A lot of cycling. Henry and I might in the future fess up about the exercise we've been engaged in recently. If mm. we do an, like an OB on a walking trail at Mount Cutha. Mm. But as of now, yeah. I just can't engage with that community. Um, surely riding your bike up the mountain is just so tough. It, it, uh, Dad's done it heaps and he's like, it, it kills. It's really That's hard. the thing is, I, don't, I haven't heard anyone be like, it was awesome. I think if you want a really tough mountain climb though, ride climb, you're going out to Mount Nebo or Mount Glorious. Yeah. I think it's it's still quite like semi-intermediate, I think. Yeah. But oh, when I say tough, I think it's just like, it would just kill your calves over like 20 minutes. But yeah. Also by virtue of being in the city, I'm sure like if you're a committed cyclist, you're willing to drive out to Mount Glorious. But I think for the, you know, mm. kind of fair Oh, I, I get it. Fair weather cyclist, you'd be like, oh. oh, I'm not stumped by why people cycle up there. Well, dude, I don't know. Like how you were stumped about Caboolture. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, anyway. Listen, it's, yeah, it is. Well, I, I have a bit of history with exercise oh, there because I would like go. That's a first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gravity. A, hor- a horrible history. Gravity. Get the man. <laughs> that's the grab. <laughs> that's gravity. That's, um, that's gravy, boy. That's Gravox, baby. Put him in the water. <laughs> mix that. Gra- how you got the mix nickname. that Gravox like, in with the hot water, baby. Like, We're having a roast. Gravox is here. It's gravy. You drank, you drank a bit too much water one day, and everyone's like, "Fuck, this guy loves water." Gravox, <laughs> good one. Um, yeah, we went on a hike to the overlet. Joe's now like <laughs> lying down because he's so fucking... You're just relaxed because you got such a good mark in your uni. <laughs> yeah, you know. What was the mark? Uh, no, it wasn't that. It was like 87%. Oh, it's pronounced a seven. On the final essay. Oh, it's a seven. Good job. Oh, I'm happy because I got a seven in the subject. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, it was a summer subject. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, good job. Oh, yeah. so it was a whole, I thought this was just like a chute exercise. No, this is like, it's like week, what, four of uni? Yeah, so imagine like your 1% chute exercise. That's why I didn't think it deserved no, a Leighton Hewitt come no, on. A come on. Like, that definitely deserves a Leighton Hewitt yeah, come yeah, yeah, yeah. on. I'm now- I'm oh, very happy about it, yeah. Anyway, your, your hike camp thing. I I hike, well, we went on a hike to the Overland in Tasmania and it was with a group and there was a lot of one-upmanship amongst the parents of how much preparation we needed to do. Oh, yeah. Overland track. Beautiful, but not a difficult track in Tasmania. No. Very family friendly. Anyone can do it. Isn't it? Its main thing is just its beauty and its like length. Like the fact it's multi-day, right? Like Yeah. It's not, there's cabins. It's beauty and its length. Like, so do I. Like a my dick. Like your mountain-shaped penis. Like my mount penis. But yeah, we went. That's the parents, we got time Well, thanks for listening. Hi, Cam. I feel like we uh, hike it. Yeah, the fucking the parents would always be like, "Oh, I'm gonna like we need to prepare. We need to like have a day where we decide what foods we're gonna make on the trangia, and then being like, mm. we need to get together and work out what hiking poles. Anyway, it got to the point where it was like we were doing 
like an eight-week preparation for this yeah. very easy walk. And every weekend on like a Sunday morning, we would go to Mount Cutha. This is when I'm in like year six. Yeah. Go to Mount Cutha in like full-on hiking boots with fully <laughs> extendable poles, hats with like flaps on the back to protect your neck. Pretty sure we had like protein muesli bars and stuff like that. Like we were basically just so trying to- really went all out. Basically just trying to replicate it. But then by virtue of it being Matt Cutha, you'd do the track and then you'd be like, sweet time for a coffee and an ice cream at the top at the lookout. <laughs> so we'd just be like sitting around having a flat white in just like full outback camping gear. Like I'm pretty sure, bro, I'm pretty sure we, had, we all had packs on. We look like fucking. Uh, we all look like, like fucking having, having your scoop of like a rainbow ice cream or something. Oh, literally having a paddle pop with a huge pack on that my back so that funny. had books in it because we couldn't be bothered like putting the actual tent and food in. So I was like, just grab a few books, put some weight in it for this mountain designs pack, whack on your Katmandu boots. Let's go have some BCF and fun on this mountain, guys. I look like a gimp. Pack the scroggin. Yeah, we did. Pack the. Pretty sure we had. A ha- I'm pretty sure we had a day of practice making scroggin. It was ridiculous. Did you always just eat the chocolate bits out of the scroggin? Yeah, and the dried fruit. I like a bit of apricot. The nuts were the real... When you're a kid, nuts are a real loser. All right, fuck nuts. Also, nuts still. are so expensive. Bro, I'm still... I, I, I still bro, go... If someone's to- like, let's have some nuts, I'd be like, get out of my face. Yeah. Now, fruit and nut, that's a chocolate bar. Oh, that's great. Delicious. Nutting <laughs> is a lot of... That feels yeah. great. When, when weak will like, Anyone wants some scrog and there's nuts in it. Bro, there's... What's oh, there's stick? cheese all over this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yuck. <laughs> Oh, I told you it was scroggin. Oh, come on. Someone with just like bits of metal, like glass. It's like, oh, to me, it's scroggin. It's like go to your rubbish bin and you look at it. It's like, oh, it's technically scroggin. Oh, what's this mound this guy of beeping scraps? beeping outside. Oh. It's like, oh, come on. Like I'm scroggin. Yeah, dude. Um, one more thing just about the lookout. Yeah. Obviously being one of the more beautiful places in Brisbane and an amazing spot. There's gazebos and shit. Um. Oh, and by virtue of being that, it you know is. it's actually pronounced gaze bow because it's somewhere where you <laughs> no it's not no because it's where you gaze out from it's a vantage point <laughs> you making it's that vaguely up. believable isn't <laughs> it like yeah <laughs> you could be persuaded fuck bro gravity fell for that one <laughs> oh, man. that's why it's gravity because I fall for things easy like I'm coming down to earth gravity. No, it's because I was a really down-to-earth guy. That's why they called me gravity. I, just, I had my two feet firmly planted on the ground, just, you know. I didn't have my head up in the clouds. You know, they call me gravity. I'm rock solid. Because I'm a constant. To reach my terminal velocity. Uh, yeah, dude. They, um, but by virtue of being so beautiful, there are often funerals yeah. held at Stuart Home in the chapel there in the school. And then the wake is held at um, Matt Cutha. And I went to an incredibly beautiful wake of a... Uh, friend of mine um, who, who very, very sadly lost one of his parents. And this is years ago now and went to the wake. And I only remember this because it, was, it wasn't pointed out at the funeral. It was pointed out at the wake. And we're sitting around at Mount Cuther. It was a lovely day, kind of sun coming down. It was a genuine, beautiful celebration of, um, of her life. And one of the guys was like, what are you wearing, by the way, Henry? I didn't want to like say it at the funeral. but like, And I was like, oh, just, you know, I'm, so I'm like 18 years old at the time. I was like, oh, I'm just, you know, this funeral, <laughs> funeral all the time. Wearing, everyone's wearing a suit. Turns out I've um, I've totally misread what you should, what you should wear. This is before I owned my grey suit. And I think this very well may say, have been the catalyst for the you, purchase of the grey suit. Yeah, your reaction to suit mistreatment, I think, is fed into by this. I uh, I wore a tie, a white button-up shirt, and, tux, and a tuxedo. A tux. It'd be the one you wore in year 12 I was 17 right. years old. 
Didn't know anything else. I was like texting Chris being like, you wearing a suit? He's like, yeah, yeah of course <laughs> yeah. it's a funeral. I'm wearing a suit. And I wore white button up shirt, tux pants with the leather strip, like the silky leather strip down the side, tux jacket with like the shiny yeah, black yeah. coattails. The lapels. Bit, the lapels and, um, <laughs> and, and, and like a black terrace tie. <laughs> a terrace rowing tie. I find it. And, and it wasn't till the wake where a few people were like, <laughs> are you wearing a fucking... Are you wearing so a, funny. I, I know it's a celebration of a life, but did you wear a fucking tux to this funeral? Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like a tuxedo I just is didn't know. the ultimate of celebratory <laughs> wear. Like weddings, that's why I did it. balls, uh-huh. fancy dinners. <laughs> and you're like, you beauty, party on. Let me wear a tux to a... Hey, I was one of the yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, well, that's um, it's it's a beautiful place, and um, well, I know I know Henry, I know tuxedos, fuck yeah. But should we ask the question we've all been waiting for? Does Mount Kutha fuck? That's uh, a very short answer for me, Henry. Like, yes, obviously. Yes, it's, it's been. Like, most it's like of- the main thing we've talked about in this episode is the fact it fucks. It fucks more than anything in Brisbane. Let's move on. Yeah. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. And that's all we have time today. And I'll be up front with the listeners. When we sat down to record tonight, Henry said, I'll probably just end up being half an hour. And I go, oh, if that. <laughs> now, if you've stuck with us to the end of this hour-long exploration of Mount Kutha, good on you. As- Hats off to you. And may you find a beautiful lover to hop in a white VW polo with. Slap on those red P plates, no matter how old you are. Oh, hopefully. Oh, to Matt. I mean, yeah, not like, not not like, like three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that cool episode of Malcolm in the Middle where Dewey drives the car around. Really? And goes to Mount Kutha. But folks, you can watch that in your own time. Yeah. And also watch what I found researching this episode, a very funny YouTube video called How to Kiss in a Car. Yeah. Which exists as like a web I think, tutorial. I'd love, I think we'll screen record and post some of it to our Insta because it's, it's got to be watched. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll even close the episode. Maybe we'll close the episode out with some of how to make out in a car. But uh, folks, um, thanks for joining us for our 60th episode. Thank you. And because of the rambling nature of this podcast, we'd be well over 60 hours. Uh, so but, true. You know, thanks for... How long's a week? Seven days. So that's like, oh, we've got ages to go. I was about to be like, how soon till we've had a week of episodes? Oh, so long. So long. We've, we haven't Not had even. three days of episodes. <laughs> anyway, you can... That's still pretty cool, though. Like, the whole thing is, you could watch all of the West Wing, you know, over a weekend. Mm. The fact that you can't listen to all of Unpacking Brisbane over a weekend. That's good. Cool. Oh, hang on. It takes so you much longer than the weekend. Than the week. It took us, like, months to watch it. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, thanks anyway, for joining uh, us. Thanks for, well, thanks for making, like, Miley Cyrus... And doing the climb. So true. And we'll potentially see you at the Mangroves After Party Warehouse 25 or the Mangroves gig itself. Big exciting moment for un-Pakistanis who have been with the band since its inception. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great week. But there are ways to work around it. So basically... Assuming we're both in the back seat. If we're on... We're, I mean, we're, you should move to the back seat because there's gear shift. There's all sorts of... Like, there's keys, ignition. I don't know. You don't want to step on the wrong thing. Absolutely. So, you want to go to the back seat. So we're parked, we hope. Or else that so basically, really maybe something like, like. Whoa, there, sailor! Exactly. <laughs> so. Oh, because now it feels like we're reclining. There you a little go. Bit. Exactly. So now you're actually putting both parties in a comfortable position. All right. Couch esque. So, yeah. I mean, you can lay back. You can lay go forward. You can buckle up. There's a lot of yeah. Safety first. Hopefully, the <laughs> car is not moving when this is happening. But all right. It well, why don't we display goes. this for them? Okay. Let us display. All right. So good. <laughs> Thank you.
I have to tell you, I forgot I was in a car. Mm. <laughs> I got all kinds of skills. <laughs>